My name is Keen and I am what? Constipated. Serving body, giving face. Watch out Canada. I'm here to read this race. I'm James. <laughs> yes, welcome along to this step out. We're doing Track Race Canada now. We are busy we, bees. We are, eh? <laughs> for, here for the first episode are the gays around the bay. Yes, they are back to give us some cultural context yes. for all of these things. So they, they come from Newfoundland but have a great knowledge of all of Canada mm. and are able to teach us all the ways of the Canadians. Exactly. So excited to get into this first episode. Welcome along, Chris and Larry, the gays around the bay. Chris and Larry, thank you for coming back to the podcast. Good to see you in person this time. Yeah. Well, you're the best people to have on for the first episode, I think, because you know, as Canadians, you can explain to us some of the things that might have gone over our head. We're hoping that, I mean, right now, this episode of the season is there's 12 queens, eight of them are from Toronto, two of them from British Columbia, and two of them from uh, Quebec and Montreal. No one from the East Coast, no one from Central. Um, so I'm hoping over the years there's more diversity and some Newfoundland queens might yeah. come out, mm. some new local favorites like uh, Irma Gerd or Ida Kumquat. <laughs> and uh, I, I was love hoping Irma Gerd. Yeah, <laughs> no, it seems so yeah. obvious that it should yeah. be one. Wasn't the now this is a. Uh, Am I correct that Helvetica, the drag queen, is from Newfoundland? Yeah, the one in the bearded queen looks who like, like you. The... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. I, when I when I did drag, I I watched a number of Helvetica makeup tutorials to try and figure out how I could make myself look as beautiful as she did. And then I thought, oh wait, I'll just hire someone to do it for me. <laughs> but I don't think she's from the House of Trout, which is the that's the house the Newf- that's the Newfoundland drag family. Okay. But I don't I don't think so. You still haven't mentioned Michael's drag name, by the way. I know. I was gonna. Well, ask. Yeah, was your oh. brother? Was your brother a <laughs> He's gonna hate me. If he hears this. I'll say it for you. Miss Carriage was a lovely oh. uh, drag queen. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I think that if she was to go on to Drag Race Canada, she'd have to abbreviate that. Yeah, <laughs> like, like like Jan Sport. I yeah. think, I just Miss Miss Care. He says he uses <laughs> Bianca. He'll use Bianca Carriage, but then Miss Carriage if you're nasty. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and we nasty. Did you watch much drag when you were in Vancouver? No, I didn't. Like, I, I was the w- world's worst gay when I was living in Vancouver. I didn't go near... Like, I was barely in downtown ever, and I didn't go to any of the gay bars. I lived in Kitsilano, and I just stayed in the, like, little, like, surfy beach bar things around there. Um, yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of other things to see around there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was there was a lot of very attractive surfers. <laughs> exactly. that, that was all I needed to see. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I was in uh, Canada last summer, and that would the first holiday I would have actually went to go see a good bit of drag while I was on holiday. So I saw a good bit in Toronto and a good bit in Quebec. So I was kind of excited to see. I, I couldn't remember any of the names. So I don't know. <laughs> could have been Rita Baga. Could have been somebody else. I don't know. Well, supposedly they work harder than New York Queens, don't they? Well, this, uh, don't Apparently. Somewhere yeah. Britta filters jaw. <laughs> <is> absolutely... <laughs> I was like, yes, Britta. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's let's jump into, you know, the entrances of all the queens. So we won't hang along too long because there's a lot to get you in this episode. Okay, I just one or two sentences on each. First up was Priyanka. What did you think? Great. Well, I mean, she came in with uh, uh, a kind of a high boot and a leotard, which, you know, mm. this is like, you know, have you not watched any season of Drag Race <laughs> prior? But it, she had her name plastered all over her, which was, you know, good good for the branding. A great look. Um, yeah, she had a big, big uh, question it, mark it, it, over her face. Yeah, I like that as a prop idea. Like, I thought that was clever kind of to walk in and like be like, oh, who's this? Who's this? But I think it would have worked better if she'd come in 
later when you had some other queens there to react to that oh, gimmick. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, I think it was kind of a little lost because she walks into an empty room and it's like, oh. Nobody cares. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who are you? No- <laughs> yeah, the question is asked in an empty dry grace uh, room. Does anyone there to- will anyone answer it? No, they won't. They don't care. <laughs> I thought she was the, the cutest of the boys, I thought. I thought oh, are we, going, are we doing trade stamping? Yeah, we will Look, be. Okay, I will skip that for a second. <laughs> But she's definitely good looking. She's lovely. Like she, uh, she is. Um, she's from. She was a host on YTV. It's the youth channel back home. Like we grew okay. up on YTV ourselves. She was on from 2014. Like Nickelodeon. I familiar. Yeah, yeah okay. it's like the Canadian Canada's original Nickelodeon kind of channel. Mm-hmm. So um, she would have spent years doing like live, uh, in between show bits and skits. Yeah. So I think she's going to be really good at her um, oh, the, yeah, personality were, yeah. and being able to be comedic or she may just full on go jantastic nightmare <laughs> yeah. and be too extreme too happy but she seems like a lot of fun yeah she seems comfortable in front of the camera Elona Verily who oh. whose name still I find difficult with I found she had a lot more personality in the episode than she did in the Meet the Queens episode I thought she actually came across quite well yeah I hated the weird little tuft of hair she had but I thought she was quite cool <laughs> than us like that I like very sort of poodle like, yeah. poodle hair yeah very poodle hair did not love but uh, thought she has a good personality. I also hated the ring thing in the nose. I think, but, I think, so but I, think like... I think that may have been for her native background potentially, or is that oh. I, no? I, that... I just think I just thought it looked like it could get caught on something, and that freaked me out. And um, then when we get did. to the photo shoot, yeah. I, honestly, I had anxiety watching that. Mm. Yeah, it was a bit. It was a bit intense. But she was also a bit like um, I hate like really angsty social media queens she, when she come in walking in like I'm an Instagram star I have 20,000 followers and they're all real and they're, they're all all like real. yeah, you're really full of yourself already and you're barely getting started here mm-hmm. um, so calm down also does she only have 20,000 followers because at the time it, was... at the time it would have been 15 to 20 it was 27 like the other day and now it's like 35 okay. but it was, a tw- it was even 15, 20 at that time and it's like Come on, have some humbleness well, here. It's Canada's, it's Canada's drag race. Accusations Stay humble. that Toronto yeah. people buy their followers. Well, Queens well, specifically. P- Priyanka, I guess she was... Ref- yeah. yeah. That's globally. That's I think it's social media in general hmm. is and can be very fake. Oh, so, yeah, but so are all of her images. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah, not holding back. Um, somebody who I didn't think was very comfortable in front of the camera was Kiara, who was in next. Uh, I just felt... She was like withering in front of me in the talking heads. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember what Kira. There you she, go. Yeah. We even discussed her like half an hour ago. We're like, who was that other queen? I'm like, oh yeah, Kiara. And yeah. we already forgot her again in 30 minutes. She she was saying she's gonna be the next rising star. I don't know. I just I just could not warm to her at all. I just don't think she has that on stage. I quite screen. liked her look and her makeup. But I didn't think she had any personality. Like I thought it was a very like it was sort of a sort of like a bland and generic look that you might see done at, at like Pride. Someone who's never done drag before, mm. and they like go and get all the bells and whistles and stuff. Mm. She looked great, but she didn't have any personality. Purple uh, two piece. Yeah, it's all coming back to me now. And the silver <laughs> shoes, and the kind of like the 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 purple eye, the big purple eye, but then with the white mm. the white brows yeah. and the blue hair. Mm. Juice box was next. Um, and she basically stumbled and fell the whole episode, really, didn't oh. she? As soon as oh, she was in juicy. there with her with her sexy moans and then her necklace is stuck oh. in her tights and oh just And I actually quite liked her. She, she was. She was fun, I thought. Yeah, I think she she looked very similar to Sonique. Like very similar to Sonique. Mm-hmm. Uh I I liked her all the way along. And you know, 
I think she should have won the lip sync. She gave me Bryce Dallas Howard if she was a drag queen. Oh yeah, like, like literally, mainly because of the, also the, the nose and the face and the hair and the bangs and all the the, the painted yeah. uh, freckles she always had on. Mm. Very Bryce Dallas, snatched body too. Like oh yeah, yeah. No, that was yeah. yeah. I always get Bryce Dallas Howard mixed up with um Chastain. Yes, Chastain. exactly. <laughs> the, <laughs> other, <laughs> the other red haired actress. There's, there's only two. Yeah, exactly. Emma Stone. Oh. <laughs> oh, and then, oh, they're all amazing. They're all yeah. massive. Now that, now that Amy right. Adams and Nicole Kidman have aged out, <laughs> been replaced by Chastain. <laughs> and they're all uh, Julie Roberts' kids. They're yeah. all like offspring of the original red haired actress. Anastasia. Anakwe was up next. And again, she's somebody who I thought was more compelling in the show than when we did our sort of Meet the Queens episode. And the others seemed kind of shocked she was there and she seemed to have some sort of prestige. Yeah, she um, won a lot of awards. She had she listed off all the things she'd won mm. in Rating Toronto Black and, Continental. Um yeah. Miss Caribbean. I gave her my trade stamp by the way. Here's my trade ribbon. Here. Okay. <laughs> I thought she was beautiful as both a man and a girl. But her opening dress gave me very much like um Mayhem Miller yeah. meets like another dry queen. The regular cowboy hat chaps has been done, but she looked fun and she wore it. Yeah, mm. it, I thought well, it was like there was everyone seemed so gagged to see her there, um, and like there was like the big reaction to her coming into the room, and she did see like I think she seemed very like she seemed super confident going right way through. I think it's interesting when you watch the edit. The way kind of like a different queen could live stuff like if you think of like Nicole Page Brooks, who was all like, I did this and I did that and I did the other. And they get the kind of shady edit with that. So usually listing off your IND page, IND page or your, your successes gets you a real shady edit. I think the fact that she hasn't gotten that for this means that like she's being set up as someone who's going to be really strong to go right the way through. Hmm. Conspiracy corner, mm. foreshadowing, <laughs> and you have to have balls to be to refer to yourself as mother on a on a drag yes. race series. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, let's see. But it's, mm. it's like it, we were we were talking on the way down about how like if you're going to do a character for Snatch Game that's been done before, you need to know you're going to be able to do it better. When so, so when she walked in and said, "Call me mother," she had to know she was going to be able to do it better than Ornatia. <laughs> <laughs> Impossible, grandmother. <laughs> Lemon was next, and I loved the coat. That the coat was. Amazing. It was amazing. She was amazing. It was it original was, uh, look. It was new. It, did, it, was, it wasn't comparable um, to anyone else. Rihanna's look from the Met Gala. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it? it was like an homage to that. Yeah. Absolutely. Imagine now, a drag queen flavored with citrus. <laughs> she, <laughs> she made a joke about, uh, you know, a pun around the word sour and around the word bitter. But mm. which one? Lemons are sour, right? Sour. Coffee's bitter. Yeah, sour. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. A whiskey yeah. sour, you know. But are they, they, I'm going to say she different? was my trade of the season. <laughs> She lemon. is lemon is one hundred percent. I swear to God, she is like Tim Sha- Timothy Chalamet of drag. Like you she say, is... was like you already know that <laughs> she looks nothing like that. <laughs> like she's passed. <laughs> no, but oh. just you know, delightful and twinky. Yeah. <laughs> the white hair reminded made me think of somebody else. Who else? I love that shirt. Oh, that shirt was gorgeous. You, that was from H yeah, and M two seasons very ago. Cute, though. She's like definitely that, very cute. Like that, that's not even that's not even a hype. <laughs> Shame. Did you explore? Did you explore what she bought? Where she bought it? How old? Like, how old she is? How old her nose is? She bought that in uh, uh, the the uh, like H&M in those on Ontario Street <laughs> in Ontario. You have, you have the video camera. You want, well, she's a New York queen, though, right? Yeah. She's already she's yeah. already made it in New York. She <laughs> was she said that she was a dancer for Anastasia, right? Yeah. No, Tainomi. Tainomi. Yeah, never mind. Mm. Um, I did think with her though when she went, going like, "Oh, I'm the queen of New York." It is funny because now Britta has just been set up to like 
vibrate anytime someone says <laughs> <laughs> teeth. Bear down, Britta. If you say I'm the Queen of New York three times in a mirror and turn off the lights, <laughs> Britta will appear. Like, no, you're not. That's it. Yeah, the next, next week the episode will start when Britta will be there wearing the big yellow coat. <laughs> <laughs> just, a, just a big glowing loose jaw. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Scarlet Bobo was in next. I felt she didn't put that much effort into her look, but kind of in a good way. She was like, you know, this is an old staple I have. I'm saving the good stuff for later on. Yeah. Um, she was different to how I expected. She seemed more alt. Yeah. I don't know what I was expecting. But. Um, someone else said to me about she, where she walked in and she was like, you didn't think you could have a season of Canada's Drag Race without me? And he was like, well, I never, I've just heard of you. So <laughs> <laughs> whatever. But was, obviously that would have worked in the scene. Uh, I thought she's brilliant. She gives me serious detox vibes. That's Very what I'm just like, getting from mm. her. And I, I love her in the confessionals. I think she's fantastic. She's mm. one of my favorites. Mm. A lot, lot of work done except for the nose. Yes. It's been a very detox. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> Kine was in next and they don't just call her the dancing diva of the Kitchener, Waterloo, Cambridge, Tri-State area for nothing. Uh, woo! <laughs> <laughs> where, where Big is fish in a small town. It's, uh, it's in Ontario, two hours from, it's probably even part of the greater Toronto area. I thought that she was getting the villain at it right from the get-go when she walked in and she was like, I have 10,000 people I had to do their makeup and I'm here to teach 11 more. Like she hit the ground running and mm. really didn't stop with the like I would say arrogance oh my god yeah it, yeah it was definitely just full on arrogance yeah she gave me look wise and there's many things to describe in her personality in this episode but look wise she could be the evil twin of Aiden Zane oh, yes. like the, the, the kitty the kitty or just her own hair I think or kitten wig was she wearing it when she first walked in and the whole white and black suit definitely Aiden Zane's aesthetic always Aiden Zane always wore that type of outfit. Yes. Um, so I was like, okay, this is just the bipolar act, uh, opposite of who Aiden is. Like, <laughs> super extreme, super boisterous, super arrogant. Um, but after after we did look. our Meet the Queens episode, I spent basically the whole evening watching all her maths videos. Um, and, you know, all the little riddles she did. And a good few of them I heard and a few of them I hadn't. Um, but like the way she kind of highlights some stats that are put out there, you know, against the Black Lives Matter movement and she kind of defuncts them and stuff like that. So I kind of really, really liked her and then it was really sort of weird to be like, why are you being a bitch? Yeah. <laughs> You've won me over already. You're throwing me away. Because kind is the maths background yes. as well, right? As yeah. long, along with her makeup. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. they didn't mention that at all. They didn't give any of that... Yeah, smarts reference. I, I, they, I don't the, think the, the, the maths had actually started yet until it was filmed. Gotcha. I think it was just maybe she's trying to. Because something watched... happens in this ep- in this season that she's trying to counteract. Used to do her own PR to fix. <laughs> Somebody drops like those marbles on the floor and like, I don't know how many I've lost. Eighty six. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, I have a gift. <laughs> you mean she drops a load of baubles off her? Yeah, off her trousers on the floor. Yeah. She's like eighty six. <laughs> Um, I don't know if I've ever seen somebody get such a bad response walking into work that Boa got. People were like, "Like, oh my God, what are you doing here? You're a mess." Yeah, she's not liked, is she? I thought I thought she was. I mean, it was definitely different. It was a bit of like a weird Frankenstein mix of like James Mansfield meets Evie Oddly mm. meets Mimi Humphrey, and then like. Yeah. You go, you roll into a ball, and you push it into the drag race no, room. You you usually don't get that kind of a shady I- intro though until you get to an all stars where you've got like this is an established villain walking in, and we all know that we need to because it was just like the girls just like fell around the place laughing at her. And yeah, it, but I think it's it's something that the viewers. Well, I didn't feel she had deserved that to me yet. I'm just being told, oh, they must know her, and they must not already like her. Whereas I'm like, oh, it's 
Yeah. She's just a cow. And but, if that's but, the truth, they should have had some uh, confessionals to the, immediately explain. then for the audience describe what's the background yeah. of that. Did but she's a bad rep in Toronto. She's messy. Yeah. She, she herself was even saying, like, I have no talent. I'm just here for yeah. to be a mess. I mean, she must be the first drag race queen to come in squeezing her nipples, even though they're not her actual <laughs> nipples. So, I mean... You can kind of pick it up as to why, I guess. And better to be infamous than not known at all yeah. or not memorable. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Plenty of nice girls not in the show. So. <laughs> Take that, Kiara. Who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> next up then is Rita Baga, who spoke a lot about being sort of a big deal in Quebec and was the person who gave Kiara her first gig. Most notably. Most. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was wondering, would that cause tension down the line? You know, if Kiara outperforms Rita in, I don't know, some challenge, um, will Rita be like, who are you, little pipsqueak? I did think it was interesting how Rita Baga kept on being like, I'm not that old, I'm not that old. And she's like 32, which is way younger than me. And I was like, bitch, I hate you. You look about 47. <laughs> she, yeah, she's 32? <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> I swear to God, she's 32. But yeah, that, yeah, yeah I'm sure. Back. The same way as Sherry Pie is 27. It's <laughs> yeah. the same thing. It's all that cheese curd. <laughs> all the cold. You're quite gently frozen uh, and well-nourished by cheese curds in Quebec. That's why everyone looks so good. She's one of only two French queens. Mm. And I'm hoping that both of them have a chance to do better than Nikki Doll did because we need some French queens to do better than Nikki Doll. Yes, yeah. I don't think either 12. of them will bring, it, will bring the looks in the same way though. I think Nikki Doll is going to be for, forever unbeatable. Although really, did she do anything that amazing? I just loved her so much. It, she was just, yeah. she seemed nice. Yeah. And bitter. She's bitter. <laughs> <laughs> She's the bitter one I think of, of everyone. But Rita, she seems like she'd be interesting to have on the show. Yeah, I was wondering because I was like, is it a smaller pool? I'm not sure because obviously Rita giving Kiara her first gig and then Tainomi hired Lemon. Like, would there be a, a smaller pool of drag queens than the, the US? It's condensed, like, like Vancouver on Davies Street, you know, and Toronto would have Church Street. I mean, would it be just certain hubs? And we're a lot, we're a lot smaller population, too. Mm. So 30 million versus 300. Mm-hmm. So I guess they, the they same, would know each other. It's the same thing in the US drag race, too. Like, I think, is it two thirds or some massive number from New York? And yeah. they always come in saying, like, I'm her daughter, his mother. Yeah. We're cousins. You just rarely have them on the same season, though. Yeah. I suppose you had two Davenports in season 11. Mm. Wait, you don't, I, don't, I suppose they're drag families you don't tend to, but you do notice that it seems to be the same. Like, it is, like, New York Queens or Atlanta Queens or L.A. Queens, and that's kind of it. And, like, even, you know, with the L.A. Queens, they all come from, like, that one set of bars in West Hollywood, and then it's... Mm. It, like, it does seem to all be picked, pulled from the same places. And then every so often you get Nathan Zane walks in and it's like, hey, I'm from, <laughs> I'm from Mesquite, Texas. Oh, no, that was Alyssa Edwards. Never mind. That's what you cheat Now, Jimbo. Dot, dot, dot. Jimbo. <laughs> what were your first thoughts on Jimbo? I, I loved Jimbo. She was amazing. I'm sorry, Jim. James. <laughs> I know you don't want her to be on the show right much longer. <laughs> I love her. Uh, I, the character... <sighs> I love the look, but I don't like. It's a lot of a character. Is it the voice? Mm. And is that going to get old quick? Has already. staying quiet. <laughs> James, hey guys, you're oh. James. You're often one who gets won over by people almost instantly after decreeing them. <laughs> Did Jimbo win you over? No, um, I think <laughs> Jimbo has the aesthetic of a Power Rangers villain and the vocal delivery of a psychopathic narcissist trying to pretend to be human. Uh, I, I don't know I just imagine that there's a silo somewhere in a pig farm near Toronto that has thousands and thousands of people buried underneath it so people that have like crossed Jimbo Jimbo's from Victoria 
<laughs> oh, yeah. She's one, of, she's one of two BC queens, and you deface all Western Canada. You should be ashamed of yourself, James. So it's yeah. a, a, a silo somewhere in Victoria yeah. with the exact same situation. Yeah. Up yeah. near Nanaimo. Mm. <laughs> oh, you've been to Nanaimo? Do you know Nanaimo? I do, yeah. Oh. And Nanaimo bars are one of my favorite things to eat. They're you so probably delicious. met Jimbo at a certain time. I didn't, yeah. didn't even realize. At a Tim Hortons in Nanaimo. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you're in a dark room, you can't tell who's the Jimbo and who's not. <laughs> yeah, you can. The Jimbo's going, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and you get left with like a crotch full of white makeup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that mega minute. But did her voice stay throughout the episode? Definitely not. Not in the I, talking heads. But even at the end, did her voice stay? I don't think it did. I don't think she said think anything after just, the runway. Yeah, you're like, right. Even during her critiques, I, don't, I think she just was like, no. We'll see. Mm. I think that may be specifically for that particular character, mm. that Minnie, the mouse. Adult bit of Gaga cartoon. was a throwback to Gaga po- uh, a paparazzi maybe. Mm. With, I yeah, because it, it was a mini mouse thing, wasn't it? And yeah, I wrote a boots the mouse clown. <laughs> boots Down. the mouse clown. <laughs> I will say that that I, I mainly the thing I do, don't like about Jimbo is the weird delivery and it seems like very it, it's just very stilted or something and you can tell. I think I'm trying to decide if that's a character choice or. If it if it's if it's like just like that's kind of how like you know the way Kimchi tried to pass off her terrible runway walk as like a, a choice in the first mm. couple of episodes, mm. is this going to be something that they think is a choice at the moment, but realize oh actually you're just very wooden as a performer? I, yeah, well I suppose time will tell. I uh, for me it's at least it's different. So I'm intrigued. Or is she Crystal? <laughs> She's no. the show as Crystal. You didn't like Crystal uh, in season twelve for a few episodes, didn't you? No, I, and then I you was... loved her in the end. Crystal well, method, you mean? Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure I was a crystal stand from the very, very beginning. I swear you said once that you said like, <laughs> "Oh, when he receives, let me know." I the episode I'm, time. I'm laying a plate down. I'm like, James is going to like be loving <laughs> to, to be to be. I'm I'm horrified because I think you're probably right. I know the way my mind works, and within about two weeks, I'll have come around and be like, "And you know what? I think that <laughs> I love Jimbo shirt. <laughs> I will get you one." <laughs> Also, I, I have like, I have a, I was going to say a love-hate, I have a hate-hate relationship with the name Jimbo because it is just like, it has followed me around wherever I go in life. Mm. People will just like start calling me Jimbo and I'm like, I am not here for it. It dehumanizes me. <laughs> <laughs> Tainomi Banks was in next. And, and I actually made me realize how well she beats her mug when she, you see her in the talking head and she's the oldest of them all. Like she looks 22. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, she's what she's obviously older than thirty three or whatever, thirty four, mm. thirty five. She's, she's older than Rita Baga at thirty two, <laughs> <laughs> or so Rita Baga says. <laughs> um, it's kind of hard to know. Like I thought she looked really good in the Meet the Queens, and then she was just wearing like a, a cat suit, kind of shiny cat suit in the entrance. So I don't know. I thought she had um, a letter of personality. Like it wasn't too extreme. I think she could, could kind of go either way with like big personality if she had to, but also kind of mm. go both ways. Um, and she's, I think she's very handsome as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and her shirt, I'm not sure if it was homemade or something. That that pink, <laughs> pink shirt with the ruffles? black squiggle thing about that. She just seems like she could be fun and versatile in personality. Yeah, not I, a one way street. They're holding back now, I think. So I think mm. she might flourish later on. So they're all in the in, in the workroom. They meet Stacy and Brooke and Jeffrey. Um, and they say multiple times during the episode, the three of us are making the decision. The three of us, three of us are making decisions. So it's not a one horse race. It's not mm. Brooklyn Heights drag race. They're they're making it clear from from the out. Can we talk judges 
for a of minute. Course. Yes. I just mm-hmm. wanted to go back for a second because back in season twelve or season eleven was the Brooks season. Yeah. And during her t- her meet the queens section, I was like, "Yay for your first Canadian queen!" And I was like, "Oh, your personality a bit bland." Guys, don't unpack the boxes. We're not staying here very yeah. long. Like yeah. now, she did end up having this amazing, great for looks, great for dancing, great for uh, lip syncing. Yeah, uh, and that got her through, and definitely worthwhile. So, but they don't a good drag race host make. I was, I thought she was going to be the main host, mm. mm-hmm. uh, and even as a trio of a host, you can tell right away that this is not her big thing, and she needs to hopefully learn yeah. some skills over the season because she's not really showing it. In the first episode, I thought she did okay. Like I thought she moderated well. I thought it was come off as Jeffrey Boyer Chapman's Drag Race. Oh, he I did all. He did the full intro. Drag Race. Did he? Did she even talk that much? She. I thought that she was the she, most. I, I love her. She. She is the deepest voice of the three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it resonated so with me. So husky. <laughs> <laughs> On my frequency. Yeah. <laughs> no, I. I. I thought that. I liked because the way they kind of explained it where each week there's going to be a, a obviously each week there's going to be a host like the guest judge will be the host for the re- season and they'll do the runway stand in bit and they'll do the um they'll do the lifting for your life bit and they'll kind of like manage the the critiques and stuff like RuPaul would have been and then there's like you see them passing the envelopes for to like make the decision which I I quite liked that I thought it was it's a good way of doing it if you can't get someone as big as RuPaul to actually host the entire show um yeah I feel like did they just get Brooke because they wanted to have a drag queen on the panel? And I don't know then that... Like, I think, why couldn't they have gotten an American drag queen who, like, had a more established career? Or, like, a mm. more established brand? Like, if you had, like, a Bianca Del Rio or a Bob the Drag Queen. Mm. Like, well, understand I'm one... sure there's also other Canadian queens that might be more... Oh, but one with, like, a profile talented. of, yeah. like... Of I there, is Brooklyn Heights the most famous... Drag queen in Canada? Maybe. I'm going to go with yes. <laughs> someone's someone's going to be calling in. Jackie being like, number two. No. Jackie Cox. I have a bit of a theory that it, RuPaul wouldn't allow Brooke to be the main host. You know, there's so RuPaul's such a big personality. She, mm. It's her drag race that uh, she would if she would demand that the work of RuPaul must be divided between three people yes. for it for it to kind of, <laughs> because I because it's her. You know, she holds such weight in the you know in the US and the UK versions. Yeah, like yeah. I, I do think she struggled to pass the the jokes off as something she came up with on the spot. Yeah, <laughs> um, but in the deliberation part, which I suppose we can get to later on, I do kind of feel she was kind of passing it back and forth and like, well, I think you know, Rita Bagger really represented how that Quebecois drag is presented. And I thought, like, I don't think she was as boring as I expected her to did be. Did better then, but then the opening, the opening scene where it just seemed like Jeffrey Boyer Chapman was doing the, yeah. and you win this and you win this, and this is welcome to the drag race. And I was like, I think this I is think Brooke's he, job he, right he, now to be. I don't doing think this, it is. I think her? they're going to split that between the three of them. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because Brooke seems to be doing a walkthrough next week, whereas I think it was Jeffrey's w- yeah. walkthrough week one. Stacey will probably yeah. do one as well. Sure. I did. I did like when Stacey walked out. I was like, "Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, walkthrough? Yeah, like when they're doing, they're getting ready for their main challenge. But was there one? There wasn't no. a proper one, but I think Jeffrey explaining the rules was like his bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. his input. Mm. Um, and uh, Brooke's bit was saying how it was raining loonies. <laughs> Oh my god! So okay, after this oh, point, it should have been raining toonies. My um, raining toonies if you're doing really well. Cause 
I, I wanted to say for anyone, and this is to, to warn people in case they have a heart attack around this, but for anyone who didn't like Jackie Cox's political skit last year in season 12 or this year in season 12, where it was just five minutes of Canadian puns, you will be put into the asylum after this season because it was just Canadian puns everywhere. So just watch yourself. Take some Valium and relax. Uh, uh, one came up in the mini challenge. What's an Okanagan trail? Okanagan is a region in British Columbia. Um, it's like a wine region on the other side of the mountains. Okay. So beautiful, like kind of a retirement area. I think kind of upscale. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because Brooke said it at one point, and I was like, don't know what that's what we're talking about here. Who impressed you the most in the mini challenge? Jimbo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing out loud at watching Jimbo. Jimbo. I thought he was so funny. <laughs> He was. He was very funny. And the judges seemed like freaked the fuck out. They were like, what is going on? They really liked, they enjoyed it though. He was wearing a wet, he's wearing a chunky heel, which I took great credit for him walking. He's like, it's really easy walking up the, yeah. up the hill. It's like, because mm. that's because you're wearing boots. Mm. <laughs> and he seems <laughs> like somebody who will really overcommit to a joke as well. Like, he mm. would have just stood there and screamed. <laughs> the so producers just, were like, uh, please do something that else. That was so good. I, Lemon was doing like the Jujube eyelash flick. You know, because yeah. they got like a blow. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a season uh, th- uh, three, wasn't it? They yeah, all got the yeah, wind yeah, blowing yeah. too. And, like, I love that when Lemon's eye was flicking. I felt bad for Lemon as well because the amount of air that would have caught on that coat, I'd say she really had to use those she biceps to hold herself for the gone imposition. Gone down those stairs like Madonna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I quite liked uh, Ilona Verli's look as well. And obviously we had that very awkward moment where the the stick goes through the nose ring. Just, mm. I got so freaked out that that was actually going to put, and then like obviously they had it set up because they knew that you'd be able to like yank it out and it would be fine. Mm. But it just like I I was my 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 nose, my nose just felt mm. felt it. And the judges were feeling it too, weren't they? They're like, oh the <laughs> nose. Dude. Yeah. Feel I think uh, Juice Box had a missed opportunity. She was wearing wings. She could have had like a angelic moment on the mountains with the oh. Uh, Yes, I yeah. wonder if she tried to jump, what would have happened though, considering she did fall out the door on her way out off the stage. She's so graceful. Then face plans. Oh, wait. Yeah, I thought okay. she did such a good job before the fall. Um, yeah. <laughs> Famous like, last words. That is, that is hilarious though, because like she, her, like the three times that she was on stage, she managed to like absolutely mess it up, like with her like caught bracelet on her tights yeah. and falling out the door. Mm. Poor juice box. And she wasn't even drunk because she's been like sober <laughs> yeah. for a couple of years. That's why you drink so you have excuses when you look bad. Yeah. Wow, it's just drunk. drunk. Yeah. <laughs> just tipsy. Would you have said Kine was the correct mini challenge winner? I liked it. I really I like the stance and the kind of the po her chest out and the flag was held at a nice angle. I thought it I thought it looked really good. Mm. I'm just and I guess it's black and white, black and white flag, so she was kinda of dressed for it. Yeah. But I'm a little bit over cat suits already. It's like first episode. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, keep, yeah, keep your cat suits in your suitcase. Mm. I would have said no, but as soon as I looked back on the on the, on the photos, she was the only one to have stood freely with the flag. Everyone else either had no flag in their hands or they were holding onto the ropes. Yeah. yeah. So I think maybe that's why yeah. she picked it up. And, and her stance all together kind of gave it that better look. I did love <coughs> Lemon's one with the cape kind of going out yeah. and the blue and the or the yellow and the purple. I thought that looked great. Yeah. Um, and I loved Ilona had her coat pulled over her which yeah. was really nice as well. No, but I, I do think probably Kine deserved to, to win that I think as well with the, the black and white of the flag in the back of it. I hadn't even noticed that that actually would look, yeah. We'll, go, we'll, we'll give it to Kyle. By technicality, she can have this one. Yeah. <laughs> she can have this. She can have this this flag to hang herself with, as yeah. she will this episode. But it might have done her more harm than good because it 
sparked off exactly. an ego that you know will continue to monster on throughout this episode. So she gets to allocate the the looks for them all, and we won't go through them all because I mean you've seen them in the episode. Uh, so then there's kind of the the pre runway discussion. Um, Juicebox and Alona and Boa discuss sort of being un- unlikable in their hometown and sort of possibly alcohol related uh, which which of the boxes would you have wanted should we explain the boxes okay well i think uh, some of them are are straightforward gold digger jock scraps Ke- well quebec foie presumably if you speak french you'll understand that one mm. cold quebec what's musco <laughs> that's good it's a it's a lake di- it's a famous Lake District in Ontario, basically where all like the holiday homes and cottage homes are in Ontario. Okay, so Alona got that, and she ended up in like I don't know bondage gear. I don't know <laughs> what with the hot 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 those retirees doing up in that, that lake, the Lake of Sin. I mean, <laughs> black hands. She she dug out of her grave. What didn't, yeah, I don't know. I didn't get that. It didn't I mean, make, in yeah. general, like like Canada is like an, a movie of Hunger Games. Every yeah. every state or province is like a district. With the coal okay. mine district or the whatever else. Yeah, it's yeah, all divided. Yeah. A lot of these are divided by the provinces. That one being kind of Ontario reference. Gone fishy, obviously, uh, is the Maritimes where we're from, where fishing is a bit more of a common uh, activity. Mm. I didn't know Anne of Green Gables was Canadian. Prince Edward Island, yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. Very famous. Oh. That's a book. Uh, that the and then German. Men of Green Like a Gables. prairie was obviously the, pra- the prairie lands. Uh, wherever region that is, uh, Lumberjanes, uh, Manitoba, and Saskatchewan. Lumberjanes like would yeah. be BC, more so probably. Yeah. Um, can Canada Gay? Like Just Canada all Gay. Around, yeah. Canada. Um, then the Glampede, I presume, is like the Calgary Stampede. You got right? it. Yep. And then the Much Music Video. So is much is like, like Top of the Pops. Much Music Video Prince. The equivalent is Much Music Video Dance. Much Music is our original music channel dot com. Okay. So that'd be every Friday, every Saturday night that is playing. Or you even have like parties at your high school yeah. with music videos playing in the background from Much Music. They'd go on tour. They set up big screens. They'd have a DJ, and it was a big deal when like we were growing up. Like you'd, they'd come probably once a year to your school, and everyone had to go to the Much yeah. Music Video Dance. I, I feel like Robin Sparkles performed at one in How I Met Your Mother. Let's go to the mall <laughs> today. today. <laughs> oh, so much to Robin Sparkles for snatching. Oh, <laughs> and Colby Smulders, <laughs> she would be a great guest host. She would be. I think Colby Smulders has to has to appear. I there love her. Yeah. She, she's, too, she's too famous. Though, I think she's too famous. She's too famous for this season, season one she, of Canada's yeah, Drag Race. Yeah. What, what was her Beaver song? Oh God, I can't remember. Those. And a robot. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> but do, do, do you guys know you know Stacy? I no, I, I do. I remember her from from America's Next Top Model exactly, and yeah. from and from seeing and just like I've I've definitely seen her on like e um like red carpets and stuff like that and her voice is really familiar to me. I think she was on Britain's and Britain Ireland's Next Top Model maybe once or twice. Um, so I like her. Jeffrey Burr Chapman. I don't get. Like I don't know. I don't know where he is from. I only know him from Drag Race. Yeah. He's not yeah, but who's Santino Rice or Murray Ginsburg? Santino Rice. Is, is a nobody either. No, Santino, Santino <laughs> a Rice. A Nobel Prize winner. And <laughs> not an eye candy. San, Santino, Rice, Santino Rice came second in uh, season three of Project Runway. But like, who was Michelle Visage <laughs> before it all happened? Like, it doesn't really matter who they are if they're good TV personalities. His mm. voice, Jeffrey's voice is just, it's just like butter, isn't it? It's like, I mean, and his yeah. skin and is she, like caramel. And, and he's, <laughs> he's taller than I just want to climb him like, like a tree. Yeah, he's fantastic. <laughs> well, sure, let's move on to the runway. Um, what is a Canuck? Canadian. Canadian. Just a slang. Just a reference. Oh. Okay. 
So the, the category was Canuck Couture Fantasy. Anastasia had Canada Gay. That was her theme. So presumably everything was just that. that is that trademark Canada Red? <laughs> Canada owned the rights to that. <laughs> might be. Well, it's all from Roots. And Roots is like, uh, I, I think it might be an American company now, but it used to be Canadian. I, okay. I would say that it, it seems like a more ethical and friendly version of Abercrombie or Hollister. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. But probably, probably more sportsy. It could be a little bit more... Maybe upscale a little bit. I, I, yeah. I think it's even the same red and reflective red as Captain Canada. Who's our, oh, who's in Canada? There is a Captain Canada. He's our Captain America. He's our equivalent. He's just much more um, friendly. His movie will be coming out <laughs> in theaters <laughs> someday. Well, Chris Evans, who has played Captain America, is Canadian, so maybe we should steal him back for mm. Captain, uh, Captain so you Canada. you forget that the way that Americans make attractive American Hollywood stars is by getting Canadians. Just get Canadians. Because they grew up with good health care and good dental work. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have to get it after they got famous. Yeah. <laughs> um, for the amount of, to- amount of sort of talk Anastasia had about you know how she can sew, I'm going to make this fit my body every single curve. I thought this would have a better shape than a cylinder. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it didn't. It seemed like she made the best of a sleeping bag, but no, she made that, and it's not. It's sort of a weird. I don't know. It could be better. I mean, lagging jacket couture. You know, you, <laughs> your, your, my immersion is on. <laughs> I, th- I actually think like I don't know that it's flattering. I don't know that I like it actually as a thing, but I just think the fact that she made that and it mm. looks so well finished, mm. that to me, I'm just like, well done. I think that, that was great. Yeah, I think they should wear that for the next the Canadian team. Should wear the next Olympics. Like I'm, I'm actually, <laughs> yeah. I, I really love it. I love the shoulders. I love the, <laughs> I love the kind of sh- the crop front and the, and the cape. Oh, but you need to be able to do something with your arms. Like those arms are. Uh, She's given the... life under there. She's with her waist <laughs> sold. No, but you can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a suggestion of life. <laughs> <laughs> Some, something's happening. It's down meta. There. I also want to find that wig or that makeup. The, but yeah. I like her a lot, and it, she definitely made. A, an actual fabric together with fabric, the best mm. possible way, yeah. I guess. If that's so a comment. Next up then was, was Kiara. She got the like a prairie box. Um, this reminded me, Eviati did a look like exactly. this yeah. for the yeah, Farm exactly. Night, which was better, I thought. Um, the hat was very Mad Hatter, and I just kept thinking it was going to fall off her head. I didn't love this look. Yeah, it's just a bit of a corset and a scrappy skirt. Mm. That's going to be a common theme this episode, so I think she did well. <laughs> <laughs> I I do think that there was, was that there was like a there was a storyline that I didn't like a kind of like a like a horror storyline that I didn't quite get where she like had the like mask and then she removed the mask and then there was like the scars of her like mouth had been sewn closed underneath the mask and it's all about like learning to use your voice and becoming the version of you that you really want to be. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going down that far. But I do think like there was like a weird thing involved. Like she took a mask off, and then there was all like these weird scars drawn onto oh, her. Or scarecrow, a normal scarecrow. Face, oh, so right? she was like stitched together. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd gone down a much more hocus pocus route with this. <laughs> <laughs> I think she referred Jeepers Size Creepers. To create. She she referenced a horror movie or someone. It was a Jeepers Creepers, maybe. I that's don't a, remember. Because she's scary. Scare- then I, I missed that part. Oh, never. Because that's, uh, that's a scarecrow horror movie. Her hair is that a wig? Yeah, I the, think it's all like, dread. Like dread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought yeah. it was interesting anyway. Yeah. It was I thought she did a lot of things and I, th- I thought they were interesting in general. Yeah. Mm. I think she did better than at least half the queens. 
Yeah, I she think. definitely was safe. Mm. Like she was definitely deserved mm. her safe yeah. spot. I think about Naomi Sm- Naomi Smalls when she did Scarecrow. How like oh how amazing that, that was. That was stunning. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. Com- that compared to this, it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, next up now, a uh, uh, flop was Lemon and her jock scraps look. I thought from the the nipples up actually looked quite nice from the <laughs> knees down looked nice and another outfit and just the, the bit on the groin is shocking I know a lot of people from the nipples up uh, <laughs> 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 are you ready to go uh, I'm ready from the nipples up so. <laughs> and from the knees down <laughs> uh, no that central central plane is an issue you know that mm. was a bulky and like the weird sort of curtain thing and it's sort of like her like I want to know what was in her box that she made mm. and what were bits and pieces that she... Well, she broke open two shuttlecocks for hair pieces. And mouth guards for her feet. Yeah. I don't think... I Like, I, I think that it was very generous of Eliza Cuthbert to pretend that she enjoyed that, <laughs> that she's, feature. But now that I see it now, being... I love it. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> That's it. You're going to see she's going to bring a whole new line of shoes out. <laughs> yeah. If she didn't have that... Mouth piece... guard by Cuthbert. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's married to a hockey player, so that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, okay. So many um, in Canada. Is she is she on the version of like um the hockey wives of Canada? Isn't she's on? She's I had to check what she's done in the last <laughs> yeah. ten years. Maybe, I, maybe I like need her to lot, fact check that. But I think like she's, she's been on the show The Range on Netflix with uh, Ashton Kutcher. Mm-hmm. That's new to me. So tw- twenty four is the thing. Twenty four and mm. happy endings are probably the things that she'd be best known for. Girl next door. Yeah, and she was in Love Actually as well. Oh, okay. Uh, as one of the like four American girls at the end, like she was in it Big for like part. all of it, like all of, all of two <laughs> massive minutes. part. She was yeah. a tra- she was a child actor in Canada too. She started off as a host on a was it a science show, wasn't it? Um, yeah, so Pop- popular mechanics. Popular mechanics. There we go. No one cares. No, yeah. <laughs> not, not a sex. And that was we're, edited out. We're, we're, we're trying. No, as in we're trying. As in we're, we're trying really hard to build Alicia up, and we're like, oh. God. <laughs> Somebody who really sexed up their region was Ilona Verley with her Muscoker look. Um, yeah, and so we think that she's dug herself out of the ground here. I just don't understand this box in general. I I, I like the look, um, and I suppose I didn't really know what it was supposed to be. So I'm deferring to you guys. And if you guys think it doesn't tie into it, then maybe she should be. Is it points. raining blood in Ontario? Yeah, yeah. Or her nipples are bleeding. <laughs> but I did, I did like the eye makeup, the way she painted her eye and the bottom of her lid and kind of made mm. her look like her, made her eyes bigger. So, um. She really sculpted out the curves as well. Mm. I thought it was great. I thought she looked fab. I really liked it. I thought yeah. and I thought that the dress is obviously really, really well made. Mm. Yeah. Because exactly. it like just so it there's fits still there. Body. Yeah. There's definitely um, skill there. I love the kind of the the ribbony the orange ribbony stuff I don't know that I love the exposed nipple decision but I suppose if she's too spirit and she's she might be going for or they say apologies might be going for that kind of gender bending drag so Mm -hmm. they might be showing a bit more exposed Mm -hmm. nipple yeah be prepared. I will. I'm. I'm. I'm okay. I'm. Be prepared I'm, to be wowed, James. I'm. 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 I'm I, I, I am prepared to be wowed, and I was wowed indeed. You know, moderately wowed this evening. <laughs> Were you wowed by Kine? Um. Now this is one that I wanted to talk about because <laughs> I have to say yes. that Kine set herself up for a failure by mm. use, using this particular like this particular direction because everyone knows about the curse of the disco divas on RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm. It has gotten Jaden Dior-Frears, Cameron Michaels, Jackie. Cox, Silky Nutmeg Ganache and Heidi and Closet. All of them have suffered the curse of the Disco Diva and she decided to go for it and then 
Boom. Bottom three, bitch. Mm-hmm. And she the, and is the, the dancing diva of the Kitchener-Waterloo-Cambridge-Tri-State <laughs> area. I mean, I'm sure Cameron Michaels is the da- the disco diva of the area he's from. <laughs> <laughs> from the place Nash, Nash where hot men come from. I mean, great dancer, maybe. Can't walk very well, mm-hmm. can she? No. In those, at least in that. You saw the bow-legged thing that she was doing yes. to try and keep the balls I know. not falling off. And that was very uh, funny when Brooke said you looked like you were walking away from a grinder hookup. Yeah. <laughs> like, walking away from a good grinder hookup. Yeah. <laughs> Job done. Yeah, all the weight of those balls on her feet should have been like up around her chest maybe instead. Like a bit heavier up top. And yeah. Something. And look, but, absolute brazen as well. Like it wasn't my favorite look. Well, it was my favorite look. Like... I that like, attitude, yeah. Like you, we saw it like with Mayhem and All Stars Five, and you, you sometimes see it, you know, with Pearl, but not so early. No, no. I think that like you, you come. She's obviously coming in there with. I wonder, to be honest with you, my feeling is that next week we're going to see kind of that this is an act that she's been putting on, thinking it was funny, and she's going to inst- like when she says to like, oh, I forgive you thing. It's going to instantly be followed by a like, I'm really sorry you didn't mean to come across that way. I'm really sorry. I'm not going to do it again. I'm really sorry. Okay. Like I think I that's what I predict is going to happen. I think that this is all going to be like she thought that she would be like the quirky fun girl who was all like, check me out with my attitude, and now she realizes it hasn't worked. Though that being said, Drake and Silky not make an actual come in and go attitude check. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, almost the microphone. We, wouldn't, <laughs> we wouldn't say that in Canada. It'd be more like, excuse me, please. <laughs> excuse me. But How can, can I, I help you? <laughs> she, she was going around the room being like, oh, you can't sew. We'll miss you. And like all these things. And I was yeah. like, you really were horrible the whole time. Yeah. And then yeah. you should, another thing as well to the judges around the same vein, what you just mentioned. And I was just like, you're really not even getting it at this point. Mm-hmm. And it only gets worse when we get... Well, yeah, her attitude was as hard as her hair in line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Scarlett Bow came out next, and I was a bit worried because she said she didn't um, sew. But I really, really enjoyed this, and I don't entirely know why. Yeah, neither can I. <laughs> Michelle Visage was crying somewhere because of the chaps. Yeah, with yeah. sure. the cow print um, chaps granny as, as a vegan. But yeah. if you're gonna do chaps, you gotta do you're gonna do it for a stampede. You know, if you're gonna if you're ever gonna wear them, like that's, mm, that's true. the time. Yeah. I I thought her. I think it's her face sells it. I think she's got a super expressive face, and she kind of has like a real good energy. Because I think like the the outfit was like there was a lot in there. There was a lot going on in that outfit. But, but I thought she, it was tasteful. Like the the armband of of bandanas, I thought was nice. I mean, yeah, her bottoms kind of look like mm. a diaper ish. Though, <laughs> do you think that if you look at it, no? Am I? I mean, now that I now that I zoom in with a beat with a. <laughs> Pampers with a B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit chunk. Oh, high I'm being, end. I'm being harsh now, but uh, yeah, because they're white, I guess as well. That's probably why. It, I, it, I, it I, sounds like a, a thing you'd put together from your mom's closet when you're eight. Yeah. Mm, so what I take a take from this isn't that she's a good seamstress; is that she just has good taste. I think that's impressive. Yeah. Great attitude. I love her personality. Yeah. yeah. Great. Great. Okay. Uh, next up then is is Jimbo. And I'm gonna jump in first and say, you know what? I actually really love this. 
Good. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you read this, I'd be like, you're just being mean. By the time we leave gay. the room, he'll be Jimbo's number one fan. I, I, I do. Like, okay, so I, I really was just like put off by, by both the, the Meet the Queens and then like the the walk into the workroom and the photo shoot. I just found it all like over the top, whatever. Now, she didn't speak at all from here on, so I don't know whether that Oh, no, she said, gone. I have 865 pockets and I can't find my change for the bus. Something like that, which I thought was a clever line. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, wow. it's an amazing dress. It's, well, it's a full dress. It's colorful. I this is the one. Okay, this is the category I didn't know what it meant. We had to look it up, and you explained it. What's the call? It's the um, rain blow it up. Rain, rain blow. blow it so up. blow it up is like when you say you do a fist pump, and then you kind of put your hand like you go back with your body and put your open oh, your hand yeah. like poof, like blow it up. And is, is that, that a Canadian? I, thing? Di- I didn't think it, I didn't know it like, was. I think it was, but maybe it is. I, we, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of a bro thing. I guess. Mm. Yeah, but I, if it, I didn't know if it was a Canadian. Mm. But it's a great dress. She did a really good job, and that's she a lot did. of effort. Yeah. Uh, to get all those beads, all those zippers, I, I appreciated it a lot. I, no. th- I thought it was going to be the winner. It was yeah, close. it was definitely good. And it's, we haven't seen, like we've seen dresses made of money and paper. We've never seen one made out of zippers before. So, you yeah. know, at least it's, it's something new. Trendy <laughs> series of drag races. I, I, I would say that it is impressive to be able to use that many colors and not have it look like over the top tacky grotesque. Mm-hmm. And I do also love a tiny cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> she could have dropped Hashtag the. I don't think the boa. The boa was, wasn't really necessary. I don't yeah, think. that's true. The, I think the boa takes away from the silhouette and it looks a bit cheap. I thought it would look quite couture without that. Yeah. Um, but this is what gives me crystal method for her is that she does her own concepts. They're big. They, you could say she's hiding behind them, but like they're cool so mm. far. Mm. And actually, the masquerade mask was fun as well. Mm. Ties into the clown. Now, Tainomi Banks. WTF? What was this like? <laughs> It's like slumber party. So she got the um, the lumberjanes that that you know describes the, you the don't undergarment. S- <laughs> Did you three come with the lumberjanes box today? Yes. <laughs> yeah. my, I, my life is lumberjane. <laughs> I, I I did the Derek Berry check. Der, the Derek Berry check, and I can confirm that the hem is hemmed on that <laughs> all the, piece all of fabric. Them. But why all the socks? Like what? What was the idea? It's, it's, it's like foxtails. I yeah. think it's meant to be like a fur. You know, kind of remember what Mercedes wore when she walked in in season eleven, twelve. I think it was, and she had like all the dripping diamonds and like this kind of. These, oh yes, yeah. All yeah, these, yeah. Like, she's, she's a trapper. Fur, yeah, like a trap for trapper. I think that's kind of what it is a throw to. Okay. So actually, yeah. if if you want to see a better version of this look, if you go back and watch season six, um, April Carry On does like a Duck Dynasty thing, and she does oh, yeah. the foxtail par- as part of her look as well. Mm-hmm. And this actually, now that I think of it, it is very similar to that look, but much worse. I got like Lumberjack Virgin Mary with loads of cum socks. <laughs> They're stiff for the wrong reason. <laughs> but do you know what snug? Do you know what a snuggie is? So a snuggie is like yeah. a yeah, so the blanket with the arms. And she looks like she's wearing a blanket, like snuggie. a denim snuggie. Yeah. Uh, okay. The blue thing shouldn't be there. And there's gonna be one more example of this type of overdrape coming up as well, which I'm also against. I, I love the lantern earrings. I think they were cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, the blue thing I think is you can't go wrong with a pair of cutoff jeans for a lum- like a lumberjane look. Yeah. It should have been like a crop top. She she was close to the bottom for me, I think. Uh, next up was Boa. She got the Man of Green Gables um, box, which had potatoes in it. I've never have you either of you read Anna Green Gables? Yeah. Did she eat a lot of potatoes? Prince Edward PEI is known for potato the, growing, and, and she was potato growing up 
in that okay. as a farmer. And gotcha. Okay. All I know is that thank God she's a fictional character because she would be rolling in her grave <laughs> as this as how she's being brought to life. It's it's on like, a TV show. Just like well, Anne Green Gables is huge. Like there's so many spinoffs from that too that mm. we would have grown up watching. It's massive and East Coast Canada especially. But, uh, her pendant is also a potato. Oh my God. She really mashed this challenge. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be baked to like oh, this one. There's um, tater tots this in her hair. Roast. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, to be honest with you, I, I think it was like a uh, very St. Patrick's Day. I liked, I, I enjoyed her presentation though. I, you know, it was fun. It was fun. It was. It, we had a good time. Now uh, Priyanka, you know, was lucky she wasn't going up against Michelle Visage because she just basically wore a bikini with a, a net and some sort of nautical pattern. Yeah, and, and she, she continues the trend of a runway of things falling apart, along with Kine's bobbles. We have her crab feet falling off, mm. and then she tries to eat them, which I thought was kind of funny, yeah. to be yeah, honest. Yeah, but in, in the COVID-19 world, she you know, pulls that just doesn't flow. Exactly. Mm. She's, yeah. no. uh, she's a bad example. Uh, block her on Instagram, because she's yeah. just a bad yeah. for this world. Yeah, no, I, I understand that she doesn't wash her hands for more than 20 seconds, mm. I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> on, on the grapevine. Yeah. She should have done Derek Barry and pulled off the skirt and started <laughs> trimming away at her... <laughs> Crabs. <laughs> oh God. And then but, fine. Oh, go on. But she, yeah, I think she still looks put together, and it looks nice. It does. She looks sexy. She could do more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makeup's nice. Yeah. Yeah. The crab feet, though, are weird. <laughs> and the final look then was Rita Bagger, who got the Quebecois uh, look, which mm. was mostly a jacket, really. Um, and I don't know whether she brought the jacket or got that from the box. Is it even a jacket or just a blanket? I think she made it. I pa- think she made it. Poncho. And I think because she because she had to like put you had to like put the the stuffed mittens on, mm. and I, I I thought that from head to toe it was a concept and it looked great. I loved it. And also it annoys me because it, and this is when they were opening all their boxes. I remember on the American season when you ever have a challenge like this, you'll always have someone whining because like I don't like the things in my box. And like say in the past when queens have discovered like food stuff stuck in there like in a plastic bag, they they'd be like it's gross. I can't even look at this. I can't like, like vomit. Sketchy. Yeah. And but like she's just like oh how hilarious like you know it's not going to attack you if you mm. if you have a bag of cheese in your bag in your box so the fact that she just was like oh this is funny like I was like good attitude and then she made a great um a great effort I thought she was great I she was my favorite so <laughs> the tops were Rita Boa and Jimbo and the bottoms were Lemon Juicebox and Kine Chris do you agree I still to me for Rita as being in the top she should have been definitely and I think. Boa was the one who could have been questioned to be in the top three. Could have been someone else. Mm. Yeah, and I suppose mm. we didn't talk about Juicebox's sort of panic attack on the runway when she's getting critiques as well, which, you know, following up, you just see her f- stumble along. You're like, yeah. come on, Juicebox, and you hear about her sobriety, and you're like, you know, you kind of, you see the vulnerability, you like her a bit, and then you see the panic attack. So yeah, y- you do kind of feel like, oh, she never got to make it in the end when she yeah. doesn't win the lip sync, you know? Um, and I do think she did a better, she did a better job in the lip sync. Me too. Mm. I don't know, but like uh, Lemon was giving like she did like two jumps into a split. Yeah, I th- that's pretty impressive. I, I don't know that. No, that's I thought it, it, it was for that though. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They're really like yeah, a great song choice too. Brilliant. Yeah, we need a lot. Yeah, of, yeah, I we mean, Carly Rae always makes for a good lip sync. I think it was my. I haven't looked back every season, all seventeen seasons at this point today, but I think maybe the best first episode lip sync that I've seen in a long time. They were both really good. I thought yeah. energetic, yeah, happy facial expression. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it was the editing or the lip syncing that was bad sometimes, but I thought overall it was yeah. interesting and to watch. No, I, I actually agree. I think it was a really, really good lip sync, but I think that 
for the energy, and, and as 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 Keen is is well aware, I'm too into Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> <laughs> Aggressively, I'm an aggressive fan of Carly Rae Jepsen. I think that Carly Rae's music is more of a performance song rather than a stunt song. And I think that Juicebox was giving me the performance of mm. kind of that. It's not like a kind of a, a big Rihanna or Gaga one that needs a load of like, you know, pounding your ass into the ground or any rest of it. Like I, 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 I thought that I, I found myself watching Juicebox more than I found myself watching Lemon. And Lemon bigged herself up as this dancer. So mm. I was expecting, okay, this is a Brooklyn Heights style level of lip sync. Mm-hmm. And the musicality she had wasn't great, I felt. For me, it was like the pigtail against the ponytail kind of competition. Yeah. And, yeah. and Juicebox was like, she was working that ponytail around. So, yeah, yeah. I, I understand where you're coming from. But I, when I watched it, I would have given it to given Lemon. It to, to Lemon. I would have given it to Lemon, yeah. Um, we need to talk about Untucked. So, Kine is like at her worst in this, screaming. Bowo one over you! Bowo one over you! Bowo one over all of you! Oh my god. So rude. Yes. Rude. Rude, rude, rude. Rude, rude, rude. Um, yeah, I was, yeah, that little weird backstage, like, interlude bit. I I was, yeah, I, I was just surprised that you would be so, like, outwardly mean so but quickly. That, that makes me think that, you know, the fact that Kine felt comfortable to do that makes me think that she believes none of the other queens respect Boa. Mm. Yes, and she's using it, but that's also it was appalling. It was oh, it, was, it was embarrassing for everyone, maybe her obviously, but like and and even it took like Boa maybe like three times to actually stand up for herself. Yeah, as well. And then it was like I think Anastasia kind of was like basically like you just need to you just need to sit down. You, mm. you can't you need to calm down, and like. No one really said that's not really acceptable that you did that. And I actually that's the other thing. I'm back on the main stage when when they were when she found out that she wasn't in the bottom two, the judges get like I think if you if you're being told you're safe and you get like a special junk little oh, special line here. Out, There's a fine line between confidence and arrogance. We suggest you find it. If mm. you don't stop right then and there and give a heartfelt I'm fucking sorry then like it it, it bodes yeah. very poorly the fact but that instead she, did... she does this really big dramatic like, Mwah! <laughs> like oh, of course. And, as if like and... they told her she won it's so <laughs> stupid and then, and then really obnoxiously like starts like uh, get to the back of the stage production will look after the fucking balls you're after dropping oh I love this though this is iconic <laughs> crawling around on the stage picking up the balls and then throwing them across the stage the, yeah they hear the, the side hear of the, the stage <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, so uh, good God, no! She, I she is a brat. <laughs> She'll be entertaining. She's the Brita of this season. We have no time for kind. I no, no time. Mm, nope, nope, nope. Kind ain't fine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, again, storylines are starting. It'll make episode two a lot more fun. Mm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So episode two, they're doing heritage minutes. Do you want to give us a bit of a bio on what a heritage minute is? Um, growing up, like an. Um, on our main TV stations, a thing called Heritage Moments. So like a 30-second commercial would happen during the TV shows that would tell a story about Canada's history about the time that the Canadian invented basketball or cured a disease or helped build a theory or uh, someone famous helped avoid and save lives during a bombing or us in the war, blah, blah, blah. So they're going to be doing some a few skits around, I assume, real stories, mm-hmm. uh, one of them being the suffragettes in Canada and I the other one I'm not sure what it would be but there'll be some sort of old story about Canada's history and every kid knows them they're kind of a joke at this point everyone yeah you'd scroll <laughs> pop culture by yeah. far okay so before we wrap up who 
do you think is going to win? The whole thing. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I'm, I'm leaning towards Jimbo or Rita. Anastasia. I think Anastasia. Yeah. I think I, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm thick into my guns with Scarlet Bobo. Yeah. <laughs> you will look great in your I Love Jimbo shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel Rue should have recorded a version of American that's at Canadian. Like, for this episode. For the, for the end of episode song, I am Canadian, Canadian, red, white, and red. <laughs> One episode down, looks like it's going to be a good season. Yeah, I'm really, really positive. As 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 we repeatedly said under Meet the Queens, I was prepared to be wowed. I was, I would say, I was wowed by this episode. There was lots of, there was bits of it that I properly laughed at. Some of the looks were really gag-worthy. Uh, the drama looks like it's being set up nice. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all in for Drag Race Canada. So we'll be back in your ears on Saturday when we discuss... Alters 5, episode 6. And in the words of Juicebox herself, bye cunts! Bye. bye! This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.